when it gets weird, it's Ken, Kurt, and Tawny in the morning on Star 102.5. Well, there's a show going on at the Temple Theater that you need to go see tonight. No, literally tonight, because tonight is the last night. Yippee Kaye is the show. Richard Marsh is the star, and he's with us. Hey, Richard. Welcome. Now, Richard, this is a diehard parody. I took my son on Friday night at the Temple Theater, and uh, walking in, I did not know. I did not know that it was going to be poetry, and it was one of the coolest, most insane things I've ever seen. What did you think you were going to watch, Kurt? Just a diehard parody. Like, okay. I, just a one-man diehard parody show, and okay. then we started rhyming like five minutes ago. My son go, I think he's rhyming everything. <laughs> he was. <laughs> now, how do you do that for 80 minutes without stumbling over words or without a break how do you do that partly practice in terms of you mentioned earlier in terms of not drinking water when I each time I start rehearsing the show uh, I have to drink water about every five minutes and, and then gradually it's a bit like doing sport you, mm-hmm. you get kind of match fit to, to, to play the show I ah. guess. and in terms of rhyming it's it, it seems like it's rhyming the whole way through I know it's not there's bits where we, we just talk in prose as well but it, I just love rhyme and often what rhyme will do is it will kind of nail a joke in a stronger way that if the punchline comes on a rhyme it's like mm-hmm. a double laugh. It's kind of a double effect. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's the whole, I mean, it is an abridged version of Die Hard. You do, I mean, you do Bruce Willis, you do Holly Gennaro, you do every character. Do you have a favorite? I think Hans. I think Hans Gruber is probably my favorite. Can you um, give us some of your Hans? <laughs> your Alan Rickman? <laughs> I know. It's well, if I must. Um, <laughs> ferns are cut off. Unt, what's more? <laughs> Elevator shut off below this floor. So as you can see, this place now belongs to Nakator me. <laughs> Love it. You better be careful because Tawny here is a big Harry Potter fan. She's okay. going to have you do the whole thing. I really was like, can you do the, like our new celebrity bit from the first one? No, I won't. I'm just kidding. I will not make you do that. We, we do have a couple of Potter jokes in there. So, yes. If you're free tonight, come see. So how did this all get started, Richard? Basically, ever since I started writing poetry, I've been interested in telling stories using poetry that aren't necessarily the sort of story you'd think you would tell that way okay and so what is the seemingly the opposite of poetry an action movie <laughs> and what is the greatest action movie and may i say and clear this up the greatest christmas movie of all time <laughs> i Die would hard. argue that i would go lethal weapon maybe so we could okay. we could talk about that okay. off air okay i know you work here but can we cut her mic <laughs> she does it all the time <laughs> um I, I can see why um, so, so, so i was interested in telling this sort of action movie with poetry mm-hmm. that also a lot of my ideas start from something funny which makes me laugh and so that in itself poetry action movie that was funny and then this is radio but if you can see me if you could see me I'm a skinny bespectacled British guy so me playing all American hero John McClane that was a second thing which made me laugh I like that contrast as well um, and so so those two things were enough to get going and it was in the second lockdown I was writing another play that I think would have been decent but was just sort of quite a sad play that I'd been writing before lockdown I was at home I was homeschooling my kids and I thought I don't really want to be making this this sad story right now I want to 
I want to write something that is as joyful and fun and uplifting and as, as much of a celebration of life as I can manage. Yeah. I think it's time to write Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's all and nice so and everything, are. but how did the kids do at school? <laughs> They've dropped out. You know? um, I mean, you know, funnily enough, Die Hard being a story which starts with John McClane spending six months, having spent six months away from his kids, right? They're in LA, he's in New York, uh-huh. and telling this story of an absent father. I'm now in America as an absent father <laughs> telling that story. <laughs> now, it's amazing, though, because you, you, tell, you tell a diehard story, but you also work in I, an incredibly touching story of you and your wife and your kids and a relationship that I went home and told my wife, I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> How did that all just transpire and work together? I wanted the telling of Die Hard in the play to be not solely the telling of Die Hard, but have extra meaning beyond that. This is sort of what is, I think, the truth of what it is to be a fan of something as well like you t- you know talking about your reaction to the show and your son's reaction to the show mm-hmm. when I first saw Die Hard on VHS too young to watch it <laughs> hoping my parents didn't come in it was clearly a story of a hero kicking ass yeah and when I watch it now like in midlife I'm a dad myself it's a story of a married couple trying to come back together again when they've had problems and I think there's to be sincere for a moment, I think that's one of the reasons Die Hard has lasted as long as it has done is because there's a truth at the heart of it. that The holidays are great, but the holidays are hard. And if yeah. anything, they put extra pressure on families to have this great kind of fantastic Christmassy good time. But actually, that puts more pressure on you and it's harder to have a good time with that pressure on you. And mm-hmm. John and Holly are like many couples trying to have a good time together at Christmas, trying to reconcile. Like many couples, they argue. And then unlike many couples, they are unable to reconcile due to t- Terrorist action. <laughs> Dang it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to do something fun with the family, <laughs> tonight's your last night. Temple Theater is where Yippie Kaye. It's a one-man show with Richard Marsh and 7:30 tonight, dmpa.org, right, for tickets. And then what do you do for Thanksgiving after that? Do you get to have a meal? <laughs> well, I, I think our Thanksgiving turkey is gonna be at an airport. Because we're flying to Schenectady for our next show. Or will you? I mean, we've seen Die Hard too. We know where it takes well, place. Yeah, that's the thing. John McClane has had issues with long distance travel. So. We'll see well, what, what a great idea. Richard Marsh, Yippie Kaye, again tonight to last performance at the Temple Theater. 7 30 is the show tonight, and great to meet you. Thanks for coming in and being on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Thank you. Here are all your faves on the Free Ken, Kurt, and Tawny podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts.